everybody, it's Rev DDT back for another broadcast. Here we are, live streaming, walking down the street in Boise, Idaho. I'm right now on Gorley Street. No, I'm not on Herbie Street. What the hell street am I on? Okay, I'm lost over here. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm actually on Herbie Street. Heading back towards the house, and I'm just out walking this morning. It is Sunday. Right now, it is 11.07. Yeah, 11.07 Mountain Standard Time. It's very nice out here today. It's hot in the sunlight and nice in the shade. So if, any, if I ever turn my location on Google and then you track me, my freaking pathway for walking would be crazy because I zigzag. I, I follow the shade. I've told you guys this before. I go from shade spot to shade spot when I walk. And then I don't plan the route. I just take off, get to an intersection, look which way I want to go, and then decide if there's enough shade, if it's hot enough, you know, if it's hot like this today, if there's enough shade to cover me. So I get to the next shade spot. So I'm looking down Targhee Street, man, west. I mean east, excuse me, I'm turned around. I'm looking east down Targhee Street. This car goes by and it's like all sunshine. And it's great and everything, but it's so freaking hot. I'm sweating my brains out already and I'm wearing a tank top and shorts. Oh, <laughs> get that right. Okay, so it's hot here. It's nice though. Good morning for a walk. I love walking. You know, I should have did this years ago. Got up in the morning and walked first before I went to work. And I'll tell you why. I would have been more awake. Coffee didn't do it. Actually, coffee got me awake to a certain point, but also drinking stressed me out, caused problems with my stomach. I was I had to stop drinking coffee. I still to this day have issues with my stomach because I drank coffees for so long. I overdrank my my stay with coffee. I don't drink tea very often, but I do every once in a while drink green tea, and um, that doesn't take place of the coffee because the stimulation from tea, I don't know, kind of just wakes me up a little bit more, and that's it. Coffee used to hit me like a rush. Wham! I'd be like, all right, here, let's go. Don't you guys know that? You guys know what I'm talking about. You know, a lot of road rage probably would be curbed sometimes if we would drink less coffee, especially if we're drinking while we're driving it. Driving and drinking coffee, spill it in your lap. Somebody cuts you off, you get pissed off, chasing down the road, flip them off, they fucking pull you over, pull your ass over. You're so damn heated, you can't sink a C straight. You jump out of the truck or your car or whatever, fucking have words with them, and they start swinging a baseball bat at you. That happens every day. People do that with guns every day and do that shit too. In other cities, I watched this crap happen in Chicago over and over again during a heat wave. <laughs> and I go, man, how many of those people are drinking coffee? I have to have a statistic on that. Anyway, I usually try to pick a street where there's no people at so that we can just have peace and I can just speak peacefully, but there's people coming towards me, so we're going to have to introduce them to you. And uh, there's people in their yard over there to introduce them. So it looks like some people coming home from church, which is a good thing because we're talking about God today. And uh, God is good, right? God is good, God is great. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Guys are live. Doing my podcast. <laughs> right on. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Great day, huh? So here we go, guys. So what are we going to talk about today? This is still in the same vein we were on last day. Yesterday and the day before. Well, it was actually yesterday. Okay, we're here. We're here live. This is Rev DDT, and we're going to do this thing. We're going to get it over with. <laughs> All right, so what I'm looking at here right now is I'm looking at a beautiful green oh, shady spot too. I can lift my hat off the breeze hit my head and I'm going to turn and walk out of the shade into the sunlight for a little bit because I'm going to head a different route home because I need to add some more steps to my path here. Yesterday I walked 9,000 steps. I didn't even know I walked that far. I'm like got home and looked at my steps like holy crack. Yeah, I shot overshoot. I usually 7,000 steps. It's about three miles. Real close to that. Um, usually like a little over that's what I walk. So, so but you know, I run 7,000, 7,050, something like that. It's about three miles for me anyway. 
And um, it takes about an hour to do. If we go any further, it takes longer, obviously. And I walk quick sometimes. So for me, it's slow for you guys. But for me, I got short little legs. So I'm like, well, come on. Hell, man, trying to keep up with somebody with long legs when you got short legs? <laughs> you really have to up your game. Okay, so here we go. So we had the first part of the net. The net, this magical energy that's floating around in here that causes stuff to actually have life and stuff and we'd be breathing wouldn't even be breathing and be alive if it wasn't for it and that we're pinpointing what it was and i know that it's god i know it's god i can't explain it though i can only just say what interactions i've had with it and send give you reference points that you can understand that i understand too because we all are limited in our language really did you know that we're limited in our eyesight too yeah or just our physical eyes and selves only see, only pick up certain spectrums of light here. And when I was in heaven, walking in paradise with Jesus, I can't even tell you what the colors look like there because I can't explain them. I don't have a reference point for them. I have red, blue, green, you know, all that crap, right? Magenta, whatever else we found. <laughs> you know, fall colors, and summer colors, spring colors, winter colors. You got it, man. There's colors everywhere. But guess what? In heaven, there's more. The trees literally... We're freaking swaying back and forth with no breeze. And I know why. Because of the presence of the Lord. He shows up and they all bow backwards. They all kind of like bow backwards, all these trees that were around us and stuff. It was crazy. And the trees there are huge and tall. And they're so tall I couldn't even see the tops of them. And I've been in the Redwood Forest. I've been up, I've been in the Sequoia Forest. I've been there, man. You know, I walked up there and put my hand on it and went, whoa! I took pictures of some of the Redwoods, man, a few years back, back in 2010 when I was down there. And the redwood forest you know camping it was in um i was near mckinleyville california trinidad is what they call it it's like trinidad california is where it was at northern california just just below pelican bay there not too far um humboldt county is where i was at actually right there on the coast it was awesome yeah i made some really cool people there prophesy over a young gal and pray for two gals and pray for another gal that had arthritis that I made friends with. Her name is Dorothy, and I've talked to her a few times since then over the years. She's really cool. She's an older lady. She's a little bit older than me, but uh, she's been through hell. She, anyway, another story. So we were talking about the discovery, right, and then the partnership. Today we're going to talk about the ebb and flow, because there is an ebb and flow to everything, by the way. <laughs> if you haven't picked that up yet, then you're, boy, you're probably having a rough time going through life, and I feel bad for you. I was that way too for a long time. I'm a rhythmist. I mean, I got rhythm flowing through me. I just do. I can sit here and beatbox all day. All different kinds of rhythms. I know I do it because I do it all day. Every single day. Have been my whole life. I just can't help it. I'm just wired that way, right? But, and we have a, a natural rhythm to our bodies. A natural rhythm to our life too as well. Um, all that's all called circadian rhythm. It's all within that, that facet. But the thing I'm trying to say is, is that those rhythms can get completely out of whack man it's hot right here holy crack it's johnson is it ever hot <laughs> it's an exploding clown right by the way <laughs> i did a broadcast on that one once this little story i came up with about anger kind of a parody on anger it's not really a parody on anger because well it is and it isn't it's just about a clown this doesn't exist so <laughs> hey bro how's it going good morning say something you're live say hi to everybody you're talking to the world there. <laughs> so anyway, guys, just like this. So there's an ebb and flow to all this crap, all this stuff, man, to everything in life. I'm not talking about God. I'm talking about when I say crap, I meant everything in life, stuff. There's an ebb and flow to everything. There, every, every, there just literally is, okay? And 
this net of energy, this uh, magical force, if you want to put it that way, or this miraculous force, this, this God factor, however you want to put it, however you want to put it, the universal energy, however you want to put it, life force energy, it's all the same thing, you're saying the same things, everybody's saying the same things, just describing it in different words, it's all. Words they understand, words we understand. Well, unfortunately, as Americans think that American language is the only language on the earth that's fucking real and, and can describe things, and yet other languages describe things better. Life force is a good one. That came from the Japanese or Chinese. Well, it came over in the East, in the East. They're not wrong about that. It is. That energy flows through everything. You can sum this energy up in your body and use that energy to do some great, fantastic things. It can also give you a longer life. It can give you, put you on a path of wellness and wholeness. Oh God, man. How could that not be God? Think about this, okay? Define evil. Just define it yourself. Just look for some definitions. Well, you know, it's not that hard to find them, right? What is evil? Well, we can give descriptions of it, right? We can't really define it, though, because we can't, something we can't see. You know, just like, okay, how does freaking electricity just all of a sudden show up? Or fire, you know? Somebody says, match, strike. Hi, kitty. Well, hello, hello. Don't follow me, please. I know I'm a cat magnet, so... Okay, go back. Go gone. There you go. Okay, stay here. Let's show them. Let's show them. Okay. <laughs> happens more than you think it does. <laughs> so anyway, so this is a, how does freaking, these are elemental things. What are they? What, can you explain them? No, nobody can really. And uh, you're live. Say something to everybody. Talk to the whole world. Hello. Hello, he said. Hey. Hi. Morning. So. Here you go. Get these things that are unexplainable. Why are they unexplainable? Because we have no way to reference them, to give a description of them so people can understand what they are. So we're looking for understanding, right? Okay, let's check this out, man. It's the aspect of the lack of understanding that causes fear. It's also a lack of the aspect of wisdom that causes freaking procrastination and staleness. Think about that. Most people want to do something, they just don't know how to do it. They lack the wisdom. They have the understanding they can do something. I was like that for years because I was told this is life and here's how it is. And it was served to me that way every day for, I don't know, close to 20 years. I mean, it kind of went on a little further than that, but I took off, man. When I, was, I got kicked out twice when I was a teenager and, got, and then ran off as a young man. So I was like, fuck, I was gone. I took off. Yeah, I wasn't the favorite. And I don't get that. It's fine with me. But it gave me some resilience, though. Finally, when I got to a place where I was freaking, and I'm moving along, right, looking for this opportunity that I've already stepped into now, but I was looking for it for years, trying to find it. People kept telling me, yeah, I'd have prophets coming out of the freaking woodworks and say shit to me like, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm talking about little old ladies, little church ladies that don't even know you, you know, or you go to a place to go minister and somebody comes up and says, hey, uh, see you with a website and you're doing this stuff and you're doing this stuff. And guess what? I didn't believe any of that. I just like, okay, whatever. If it happens, it happens, right? If it doesn't, it doesn't. Just keep moving, right? Because I have on my, written on my heart, not my personal agenda either. What God writes on every man's heart, every person's heart has a freaking path. There's the code, your pathway, your, the things you're going to do in life are written on your heart. And yet, there's people trying to kill the heart. Can't live from the heart because you got to live from the freaking, from the spirit. But the spirit is, <laughs> where do you think the seed of the spirit is? It's not in your freaking right or left foot or in your hand even. It's your heart. The throne of God is on your, upon your heart. 
Christ is seated upon your heart. Come on, man. Putting on the mind of Christ is putting on the heart of God. Don't you get it? That's how the Spirit works. That's how it works. If God had no heart for us, we wouldn't be here. Come on, people. It's not that freaking hard. Can't you make the jump? Because it's not a jump. You're trying to make something that's not there. Stop fighting it, man. Listen, there's an ebb and flow to everything, including the magic in life. Some days it's just not there. And some days, that's why you have people using stuff to help them, you know, to get that to stay on all the time. But it just doesn't work that way. No, it ebbs and flows. No matter who you talk to, I'll tell you the same thing because it's true. It's like the ocean. If you look at the ocean and you, you, and you look at it, or you watch it on a movie or something, and you see how it flows up and down, ebbs and flows. Now, you know this. i got, I got to tell you guys something about the ocean, too. This is off the side. You know in the movies when they dive down to get the guy that's drowning and they scoop him up like in Point Break, the movie. You know, this last one I was watching the other day. I, I like that one. I've seen it a couple times. It's pretty good. But he goes in and he gets the guy. He dives down. He grabs old Luke, you know, and he pulls him out. Whatever his name was, Johnny Utah. Pulls him out. I was talking about the actor Luke. I mean, Luke Bracey. But he pulls him up out of the ocean, right? Okay. The guy drowning has his eyes open. The guy swimming down to get him has his eyes open. And that's a freaking impossible in the ocean. Okay. You know, and this is why, too. This is totally why. This is just fucking, you're going to love this one. Salt water. You can't open your eyes up in salt water. I tried it. It don't work. And believe me, I've been in the ocean. I know it's like it's freaking crazy and wild and fun and also dangerous as hell. And salty as a mother, man. I mean, there's more salt in that ocean than she. You know, then planters' peanuts have salt on them. There's more salt in the ocean than there are on planters' peanuts. <laughs> but see, that's the way it goes, though, man. There's things out there that are saying this is how life is, but it's not true. It's not true at all, man. There's people out there running around repeating the same stuff other people are repeating. Listen, I'm going to tell you something about that, too. Once we get once I get past this and make my point, and i got a point to make with that one, too. Running around, spreading lies because they believe them. But why are they running around doing that? Why have they made that their freaking cause? Why is that their cause all of a sudden? Like I said, I'm walking, so we're going to have a breeze, so it's blowing. You're going to hear the breeze. Here we go. I'm almost home, about a block and a half away. We're tall out here. Last stretch is the hottest. No shade. <laughs> There's a little bit right there, but that's it. Okay, here we go. In the sun. See, check it out, man. Why is that their cause? Fear. You cannot freaking even be in the flow where things are peaceful and things are coming together and things are prospering and you're doing good and your life you got to freaking and you see the future for your children it's good you can't see that if you're in fear you can't have any of that if you're walking in fear people think they're missing something they're not they've gained something something that they've always had they've just brought it into the forefront and they're motivated by it and moving by it and that's called fear the flow and ebb of life ebb and flow of life the ebb and flow of the magical field everything that has ebb and flow to it reacts to that fear indifferently weirdly strangely and people get weird ideas from it too and start doing some dumbass motherfucking things excuse my language but man no don't excuse it don't make excuses for it i'm not going to anymore i'm not apologizing for it straight up straight up that's the way it is listen 
you may find yourself on the wrong side of things one day and God spit you out of his mouth. How'd you like that? He did that to me one time. Yeah, because I was on the wrong side of things. Weirdest thing is that it happened at a time I never thought God would do that to me. But he, did. he didn't forsake me, didn't leave me, he just rebuked me sternly. He said, you need to re-examine this, you're on the wrong side of this thing. You're going to want to know what that is, I'll tell you someday. But I'm not going to tell you now because you probably all tried to stone me for it. And I don't really, really need your rocks thrown at me. I don't need no rock concert on my behalf because of you. Because your ignorance has thrown rocks at me. See what I'm saying? We pick up rocks and throw them at people. We stone the first person. Jesus says to the worst, one of the worst persons of the day would have been an adulteress in his day. Our day would have been, who the fuck knows? Who cares? It doesn't matter. He said, he is without sin, throw the first stone. I am not without sin. I cannot throw the first stone. Nobody on this earth can say they're without sin except Christ himself, only him. And he said, woman, where are your accusers? Because all them sons of bitches walked off. He's writing in the sand something. We don't know what. Probably convicting them of their sins. Maybe writing down the Ten Commandments in front of them in Hebrew. Who knows? But you know this. From the oldest to the youngest, he left. Why oldest to youngest? Because the youngest are usually the ones with all the pride. And the oldest fucking hit humility before they do, long before they do. Yeah, especially if a person hasn't grown up and they're an adult, and that's the worst part. That could be the worst thing. And then sneak an ad method addiction to that, fentanyl addiction to that, um, freaking opiate addictions to that, and heroin addiction to all that, and then, um, and then a bad attitude towards everybody, and an I don't care attitude. Guess what you got? A volatile person, and guess what happens with that? Those persons usually feel mar marginalized, and it's usually not, there's usually a reason why they feel that way, too. They usually are. They do it to themselves. The pathway leads them there, and people pick up on that and give them, keep dishing it out. You want people to treat you the way you want to be treated, and you treat people good, but you got to do that from the heart. You can't do it from your mind. You can't do that just in favor. You can't just do that with the mouth and with lip service. You have to actually live it. That's what Christ is talking about. Yeah, we got people living stuff right now, okay? I'm going to tell you something about the fruit of the Spirit. It has everything to do with the ebb and flow of the magic. And right now, there's people living in fear. That has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with the good side of that. It has everything to do with the evil side of it. Fear is evil, straight up. God says it's sin. Come on. It's right there in scriptures. Christians, you know this. And I can't believe Christians actually wouldn't would do something like freaking insurrection or evangelicals, I should say. Christians, I do believe, would do it. Evangelicals, I can't believe, would. There's a difference between Christians and evangelicals, and I am not a Christian. I'm an evangelical. I love God, and I follow Jesus. I do not follow Paul or any other false doctrine the church follows. And I'm not talking about the church, the body of Christ. I'm talking about churchianity, and the crowd knows who I'm talking about. If you're listening to this broadcast, you are the religious right, and you're listening to this, you're in trouble, man, because you're on the wrong camp. You're in the wrong side of things. I know you are. I know for a fact you are, and you're never going to listen to me. You wouldn't even listen to Elijah if he showed up and called fire down out of heaven, so why would you listen to me? You wouldn't even listen to a man who God sent to die for your sins. Why would you listen to me? You're not listening to him. You say you follow him, but you don't practice his precepts. You practice Paul's precepts. You don't practice Christ's. Christ is not in you if you're not practicing his precepts. Yeah, we fail. I fail constantly, but I still keep get back up and still follow Christ. I don't follow Paul or anybody else because it ain't worth it. Jesus is my only shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still water. See, no Paul, no other apostle, nobody else, but Christ himself and himself only. That would be God. Okay. Who's your God? If you want the ebb and flow and the magic of life to show up for you, 
if you want to put it that way, in, in, in the lack of, for lack of better terms. <clears throat> Fruit of the Spirit is going to be your best guide. It's also going to be your best friend, and it's also going to be your best shelter, too. The Fruit of the Spirit. Go look that up in Galatians. That part, Paul got right, that part. A lot of other shit he didn't, but that he definitely did. Because that fruit is important. Christians will preach that and then turn right around and be the biggest hypocrites when it comes right down to it. When it is to living the fruit of the Spirit and using that to, to, to actually vote with. Is that, what did he just say? Is that right? What he just said that? He just said he uses the fruit of the Spirit as a template to vote with? to vote with as best as you can with the people that are out there. I'd investigate them first before you stink and go freaking jumping on the bandwagon with them because of their celebrity cult of personality crap. Come on, man. Shame on you believers for doing that. You know better than that. Just because he looks like a businessman doesn't mean he is. That guy's a wolf in sheep clothing and there's a lot of those guys going around right now coming out of the woodworks left and right. Unfortunately, they're on both sides of the camp. They're in both political arenas. They're everywhere. But then there's those of us who just want to live in peace. Magic. The magic of life. Let me rephrase that. Spirit. Spirit's very strange. You think you know spirit? You don't. I don't even know spirit. I think I do and I don't. I'm telling you the truth. I don't. And neither do you. None of us do. Even the greatest guru on the face of this earth still doesn't know spirit. Not like spirit wants us to know. Why? Look around you. Look around you. Look at the world we've created. Look at our heart. Look at the way we treat people. Look at the way we act or think towards others in our heart. Did you know that we're creating God's image? Did you know that when we curse that image, we're cursing God? It's actually fact. People don't care. When you take rights away from people that already had rights... And then you use those, and then you make laws to be bullies, so you can do whatever you want to them, and justify yourself under those laws. You're fucked, because you're not even stinking close to God on that one. No, and you think you are? You better rethink your politicians who you back, because you back them, you're them. Period. That's it. That's how it works. Come on, man. This is not fucking games. This is serious. Freaking Republicans are trying to steal the freaking Congress away and steal away the freaking um, the House of Representatives. And, and um, what I mean by steal away is they're trying to lock it away so the Democrats can never be in power ever again. Nobody can ever be in power ever again. They'll rule and reign over us all the time continually. And guess what? They're mean-spirited people. They have not the spirit of the Lord in them. No, they do harm to people. They're going to harm grandparents. They're going to harm LGBT community. They're going to harm disenfranchised people that are, that are freaking already hurting um, and, and all because their people think that they got this fucking superstitious mindset of white, white, of white supremacy and the fact that white, white people are no longer going to be on the planet anymore. We're going to all lose it and we're not going to no more white power. No more, you know, they're going to take over and all this shit. And it's just fear. The whole fucking thing is fear. And you don't even see it. I'm not your normal preacher. No, I'm going to tell you straight up right out of the dirt exactly the way it is. I know these people have been around for my freaking whole life, man. I watched them do stuff to people that they should never have done. I've watched them hurt people left and right. I've watched them grab people in their congregations and beat the crap out of them and throw them out because they said something different like, well, this isn't a, a sacred assembly. It's a true sacred assembly is this. And then we laid out what a true sacred assembly is according to scriptures. And the next thing you know, they're getting the crap knocked out of them. I watched that shit happen, man. But I've also watched 
very loving people in the same congregation that weren't part of that shake their head hang it and bow it pray to God and then later on say man sorry that's every I, I had to see that crap I'm sorry that you had to see that I didn't realize our pastor that we hired was like that I didn't realize that the, the, the people that were taking over the church were going to be like that towards towards people little old ladies that had been there for freaking you know their whole life you know I know a bunch of them just some sweet sweet people in the church just some loving people that don't don't agree with any of the crap that's going on especially with the GOP do you because it's crap man all they're doing is shoving shit all over you they don't give a crap about you they only care about their money and their power that they have over you that's called narcissism by the way they're the most narcissistic people on this earth I believe uh, maybe not yeah there's probably somewhere else there's some religiously narcissistic people too that are just as bad if not worse but I'm telling you straight up these guys are bad news bears and you trust them I don't trust them at all I'm pulling away from politics I'll talk about it because I'm not going to vote on it I'm not voting anymore, you guys. Never again. If it's not Jesus, I don't want it. Because we've been lied to, ripped off, and fucking stoned, and, and treated like crap. Ostracized, marginalized, and paralyzed, basically, by these freaking politicians on both sides of the camp. And also, the independents got no voice. If the independents, man, be different, maybe. Nah, it's still men. It's still gonna be the same. It's still people. We're still foul people. Can't govern over each other. We don't know how. God does. Who do you trust? Listen, magic flows through this. It flows through all this. Magic flows through life. It's here. You know. That's just for lack of better terms. I use the term magic. The ebb and flow. It, it, it's, you got to know that there's days where it's up high. And there's days where it's low. And you feel that when you wake up sometimes in the morning. You just don't realize it. Sometimes maybe you do. Because you guys are all smart enough to figure this out. You feel that field is your partner. You build a partnership with that field, man. Listen to it. It has a voice. It'll talk to you. It'll tell you. Influence you. Give you that influence of direction on which way to go. It's that spirit of grace. It flows through everything. Because we're all lost, man. I mean, look at how we treat each other. Look at what we're doing politically. Look at what we're doing rallies where we're over our rights and shit like that. We are lost, people. Everybody's, oh, Jesus found me, so I'm not lost anymore. The crap the hell you are, and if you're actually acting like any of this crap that's going on around us. If you're not, that's great. Then you're not lost. And please, God, man, but reach out and snatch those ones that are going to the fire because they're heading to it right now. And they don't care. And yet they do. Deep down inside their hearts, they really do care. That's why they're acting this way, and they're afraid. Fear's got to go, people. We can't be moving by fear. Faith is the only way to live, period. That's it. That's the end of my broadcast to you. There's an ebb and flow to this magical side of life. Tap into it. Find it. Find your rhythm. Find your space. And guess what? It'll probably lead you right out of the chaos into a place of peace. Guess what God does? He leads us by, Jesus is, the Lord is my shepherd, shall not want. He leadeth me beside still waters. He maketh me lay down in green pastures. See, he's the one that does this stuff. But don't you see that it's not in chaos he lays us down? And it's not in freaking... Um, uh, uh, a freaking protest march that he freaking you know leads us by no he does not do that he's not that's not his will that's our will stop it Christians because you guys are screwing things up listen I'm going to tell you how you're doing it you're getting in the way of the world's progress let it go and let it be the world Christ will come back a lot sooner if you did you're getting in the way that's the end of my broadcast good night
Peace out, baby. You guys have a great time. And then, and then, DDT. Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. I like that one. Hey, it's kind of hard to do sometimes, but I sure do love it. Bye.